Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Believe in Buckeyes brought to you by Bet Online. Shim, go ahead and handle with the ad. So the holiday season is off and rolling with NFL. In full stride in the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form, BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info with up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports, and not just the big four. BetOnline has info available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time for almost any sport that is played from MMA to international soccer. Head to BetOnline today. And remember to use the promo code BLEAVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. And if you have any issues with gambling, always feel free to reach out to 1-800-GAMBLER. They're there 24-7 to help you out with anything you may be going through. Uh, but let's start the show, man. This is Believe in Buckeyes once again with Brian Browning and Chimdi Chekwa. We got a great, great one for you guys. A lot to talk about. Lots going on around uh, college football, the college football world. There's a ton that's going around uh, our Buckeyes and our and our boys here in, in Columbus, Ohio. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. But we got to start the show just kind of talking about uh, the college football playoffs. Like, is like everyone's goals to get there. We got four teams now. Michigan went one, two to Washington, three Texas, four Alabama. What's your thoughts, man? I know we got a, some, a snub out there that, that's been going around. What's your, what's your thoughts on the four that's actually made it? Yeah, so it's interesting. I, you know, starting off with Washington versus Oregon, I think uh, the perception overall was that Oregon was a better football team, even though Washington had already beat them early in the year, mm-hmm. and even though Washington also beat them last year, right? Um, but the perception was that Washington, uh, Oregon was a better team. I think they were like nine or ten points. Nine, yeah, nine points. Yeah, that's a big. That's a big spread. <laughs> and Washington you know, did it on the field, got it done, and got into the, the college football playoff. I mean, the challenge is, what I'm challenged with is Florida State, who went undefeated, who scheduled uh LSU team early in the year, beat them, SEC team, right? Played their rival, in-state rival, Florida, another SEC team, beat them with their backup quarterback. Um, backup quarterback gets hurt as well, right? And then they go to the, the ACC championship, beat Louisville, with their third-string quarterback who had, what, maybe four passes, thrown four passes before that. Um, all they did was do everything they were supposed to do, win all their games, win undefeated, and play, well, three phases of the game. It takes the, a full team to win a game, and that's what they did. And the, the thing I want to I mention is that this is not just in football, just in life in general. People do what they are incentivized to do. And what the, the college football – uh, playoff committee did is they're now incentivizing teams to not schedule a tough out, out of conference game to make sure they protect their quarterback at all costs. Let's not play this guy every game, right? And let's make sure that they're just healthy and ready to go when it comes uh championship championship week and make sure that we have that t- everybody ready to go so that we can get into the playoffs. I don't I don't like it at all. 
I thought it was um I was disgusted with with the decision, and I, I just thought it was the wrong thing to do. And if we could just go by perception every year, then we could just we shouldn't even play the season. We just just pick four teams pick and four say, teams. look, based, based on what they did last year and based yeah. on the talent on this team, they should be the top four teams that go into the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it's just it, it just wasn't a good look. I feel like overall, I mean, going to it, you knew someone was going to get snubbed, right? And it kind of been like a like a debatable thing, but you didn't expect it to be the undefeated team, right? right. And I mean, they, before the season, everyone has these goals, right? They want to you know win their conference, they want to make the playoffs, they want to make a national championship, play in the national championship, and win one. Um, and when you're at certain schools, right, like let's say you're at a smaller school, you're in the, in the MAC or something like that, and you know that your 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 opponents may not, you know, kind of equal up to what other schools could do. But you're in a Power 5 conference. You schedule out-of-conference games. You have two SEC. Everybody, for, you know, you know, it's always the SEC, the SEC, the SEC. That's the best conference by far. It's not even close. No, no one's close to the SEC. I yeah. think this year was a little bit different. I think the best conference actually in college football this year was the Pac-12 that's going away due to whatever reason. But they beat these teams. Yeah. They went out and won. They went out and had a statement win against Louisville. Louisville was a top 20 offense, and they went out there and shut them down. And so it's like, you know, you got players on both sides of the, of the field here, offense, defense, special teams. There's three phases to uh, every game, every football team. And you can't just say because you don't have the F, the uh, explosive electric quarterback, your team can't compete anymore because they did it. They actually showed that they still could compete and they still could win. If they lose to Louisville on, on Saturday, then maybe say, like, okay, Okay, maybe you guys not not that team overall that we thought you could be, and so maybe you do not make it to the top four, but they still win, and you you snub them like this for a t- two teams with one losses that are also playing in power five conferences. It's just it's yeah. just it's it's, it's it's not right. <laughs> yeah, and it's, the, the idea is we can't leave out an SEC team. Well, tell me who, who's the team in the SEC that just went out and dominated college football this year. Right, because right. LSU played out of conference and lost to Florida State. Mm-hmm. Alabama played out of conference and lost to Texas. Mm-hmm. Right? Who did Georgia beat out of their conference? Who who did who did who in the SEC established themselves as a team across college football that can't be touched? Yeah. I don't want if you're gonna just play each other within the conference, and then the the person who emerged from the conference, even though they lost outside of the conference, because they emerged from this this conference, now they must be one of the most talented teams. No. You got to prove it on the field. And I don't care how much talent you have. I don't care if Alabama went and was impressive against the number one team who we placed in the number one position because <laughs> of the perception. And now yeah. they beat the team that we perceive to be number one. So now they must – no, that's not I, – I, I, just, I just can't go for it. I can't stand for it, man. I think it's, it sends the wrong message. I think it creates the wrong incentive. If I'm Florida State, I go, I go beat Georgia in that Orange Bowl. And then I declare myself the national champion. <laughs> I go visit every president that's every living president that's out here, you know, whatever, <laughs> whoever's your favorite. We go, we go to Jimmy Carter's house, knock on his door, right? Um, and we have a parade. Yeah. And, then we, and then we sue and say, look, I want playoff money, playoff compensation for what we did in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I wouldn't go quietly if I was done. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, go far, right? Pick the banners up. Do the, I mean, we've seen other teams do it, right? I mean, like, you know, we've seen other teams declare themselves the national championship just due to 
circumstances really out of their control. They don't get the chance to kind of compete for it. And this is a definitely another case of it where, I mean, I mean, I, I watched a video of them, like, when they, they announced it, right, and they announced that Alabama was four. And just, just the look of those kids' faces, like, I mean, you, know, you yeah. got guys getting up, want to walk out the room, and, and the coach is sick. And, I mean, he put out a statement. I think his statement was very clear and made a lot of sense. And you saw their quarterback sent the tweets out as well. I think his statement was clear and made a lot of sense that, essentially, you guys as a committee got together and did the wrong thing. In my opinion, obviously, this thing could have went a, a ton of different ways. It could have went a ton of different ways. But in my opinion, once Florida State wins, the undefeated teams go. Michigan gets in. Washington gets in. Florida State gets in. And then you decide what you want to do with the one-loss teams. If you want to say, uh, Texas, Alabama, you beat Texas, but we're going to disregard it because now at the end of the year, you feel like Alabama's a stronger team. I feel like that's a better argument to make than what they did to Florida State. I mean, it's yeah. just – it's, to me, it's just uh, crazy. But, you know, once again, you know, I always kind of say, you know, follow the money, right? So they start looking at, you know, who who's affiliated with, with, with who and who, who represents what and uh, who got the channels and things of that nature. So, man, so, really, that's just, that's just how it went. So if, if – do you think this – do you think if Florida State – let's replace Florida State with Clemson. Let's say Clemson did everything that Florida State did this year. It was everything happened the same. They lost their starting quarterback. They continue to win uh, based on where they were ranked at the start of the year. If they did everything that Florida State did this year and went undefeated, do you think they would have left Clemson out of this college football playoff this year? For Alabama team like they just did, I, I think so. I think I don't think I, they will. I, I, and I say that because once again, the money side of it. But I, I see where you're going with it. I don't you think want they, to speak, yeah, yeah, speak to it. I, I see where you're going. I don't think they would. I think the perception of Clemson always being that team just in, in, in recent history um, would make them believe that Clemson is worthy of that spot. Mm-hmm. I think the perception that Florida State is not necessarily consistently one of those teams hurts them in this situation where we, where we make a determination. If, 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 let's, let's, let's change. If we flipped it. Mm-hmm. If if Florida State did what Alabama did, <laughs> Alabama was the was the brand that was on Florida State, the undefeated Alabama, who lost their starting quarterback, but has a mm-hmm. second string quarterback, and they just keep winning. They'd be like, man, this Alabama team, they just keep finding ways to win. They just keep finding ways to win. This team is tough, and I know it may be the backup quarterback, but these guys are all five star guys. Like the conversation would be different. Yeah, um, yeah. and it's it's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's a solid point. I mean, we know perception, like we say, sometimes perception it will lead you in the wrong way. You got to actually play the games. And for whatever reason, Florida State didn't, did not get enough respect for the games that they played and they, they, they won, man. But like I said, we got to talk about uh, Buckeye Nation. Obviously, there's a ton that's going on here in, uh, in the Buckeye State. Uh, the transfer portal opened up, I believe, this morning at like 6 a.m., 8 a.m., something like that early this morning. And we got a lot of guys in the portal already, man. I think we got uh, 11, 12 guys in the portal. Our quarterback, Kyle McCord, started every game this season uh, for Ohio State. Jump! I think he was the first guy in the portal. <laughs> see, like, uh, Kyle McCord got into the transfer portal early this morning. Uh, also, some guys, Jim, uh, Julian Fleming, uh, we lost several quarterbacks as well. I mean, I think us is kind of – I mean, we could debate, right? You know, yeah. 
why more or less but i guess the most surprising thing around buckeye nation is common core jumping in there first thing in the morning yeah and think you can think about it from a couple perspectives think about it first first from ryan day perspective right he had a a, a qb competition early in the season and he, he didn't know who to choose mm-hmm. he didn't know who to choose he didn't really play Devin Brown that much to actually compete. <laughs> right. So he kind of, in my mind, he kind of ran out of time for the co- the competition. He went with the guy who he felt likely gave him the best chance to win this year. Fast forward to the end, I don't think McCord played to the level of Ryan Day standard. Um, you think about if I if I was a head coach, my foundation, the one way I wouldn't lose is by giving up explosive pass play. Mm-hmm. Everything. If I was a terrible coach, the one thing that I know for a fact <laughs> I wouldn't do is allow my corners to get burnt time and time again. Mm-hmm. You think about Ryan Day. The one thing from a, you remember Pitt asked us what what is Ohio State's foundation. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I know what he wants it to be. Great quarterback play, ton of talent at the receiver, being able to spread that ball around. And I think you know Day is looking for answers at the quarterback position. And if I'm Kyle McCord, and I just started 12 games, went 11 and one. The only game I lost was against Michigan by six points. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really too excited about going back into a quarterback competition with one guys younger than me, right, and a potential guy that they may be searching for in a transfer port. Yeah, because that 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 sends a message to me that. They're really trying to replace. Like they're really trying to replace me because I can't do nothing in spring and in camp that will compare to what I put on film all season. Right? <laughs> yeah, right, so it's really right. not me competing. It's really just saying, can somebody else really take my job? Yeah, and um, it's it's I don't like it. Right, it's kind of yeah. unfortunate, man. Uh, I feel like it should mean a little bit more to you, right? Like, you're you're the Ohio State quarterback this year. Go out and show, once again, that no one could do what I could do. No one could be a leader like I could lead. Maybe you can find a guy that could throw the ball deeper than me or he could scramble and he's a little bit quick, he's faster than me type of thing. But no one is me. No one could lead this team like I could lead this team. No one could get the guys in and out the huddle with confidently to the line of scrimmage like I can. I know they don't really get a huddle, but, you know, figure yeah, speech, yeah. right? Um, compete, man. But, I mean, obviously the times are, are, are much different. I mean, there's rumors going around that that, that he met with a uh, – Coach Dave met with possibly his father, and his father was like, you know, guaranteed, and, you know, they wouldn't. So he was like, okay, I'm, I'm taking my son out of here. And it's different. I mean, the way you kind of think about it now, because it's not like it's just common core, right? right. That, you know, we got a list of quarterbacks here that – Starters for the team play well, and then today got right into the transfer portal. And it's kind of just a different mindset for these quarterbacks. I feel like you know they are collegiate professional athletes when it comes down to it. And for the, a lot of people in that quarterback position, this is their time to make money. Maybe they don't feel like they have all the 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 tangibles to make it to the NFL the next level. So this is their chance to make as much cash as possible. And the way Kyle McCord jumped into the portal. I feel like he's on that bandwagon where he feels like this is my opportunity to make, you know, as much money as I can, life-changing money, money just kick off my my life for my family. It's right now, so I'm in the portal to see what, what a university could do for me so I could go do things for them. Yeah, and I mean, you gotta. I just got to be honest. It's like, 
yeah, compete. But if you go into a transfer portal and go give a player seven hundred, eight hundred million, a million dollars, he's playing. For, he's he's going to play. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if if I'm Kyle McCord, because everybody wants to say these kids don't compete no more. Well, you just gave this kid a million bucks. <laughs> and I say, you know what? If you want me to stay and compete, give me 700000 You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know, if you really want to say, if you want me to compete. If it's apples for apples, right. Yeah, right, right, right. Match what you're giving him or at least give me something close so that I know I'm on an equal playing field. But if you're not paying me and you go give somebody a million dollars, I don't know how much they're paying, but you give that yeah. kid 500 800 Whatever. Huh? Right. Yeah, yeah, he's playing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can tell me whatever. You can say, "Oh yeah, I want you to stay and compete," but you just paid him some real money, and you know the math has to add up. And what it adds up to is, I'm out, and that's just the reality of it. We could call call it what how we how we want to, but you know these quarterbacks are, pl- are playing on one year deals, <laughs> and um, until they change, unless they change something, that is the the current situation. Yeah, and to be frank, like I say, if this is your opportunity to make money, man, I'm not gonna be the guy to say you shouldn't make it this way. It's just uh, college football has changed a lot, man. A lot. It's changed a ton. But so yeah, so speaking of the portal, though, I mean, it's good quarterbacks out there, right? And so it's all now. Now the rumors are really picking up, right? Like who is a who should, who will Ohio State pursue uh, in a transfer portal here to kind of come in and compete because well, I mean we got guys on the roster right guys that we we want to see play come in and compete for a spot uh to beat our Ohio State quarterback so I mean first we got to look at in state we got to uh Toledo Daquan Finn uh we remember him right he came to Ohio State and he put a show on uh played great for Toledo I think Toledo uh they lost two games they won like 10 and 2 11 and 2 this season uh he was the MAC player of the year uh, we got Dante Moore. Dante Moore is he's a, a, a Michigan kid. He's out of the Detroit area, um, committed to UCLA. He was a starting quarterback out there for Chip Kelly. Uh, he decided to get into the portal. Uh, Cameron Ward, uh, we know him because he played against Wisconsin the last two years and beat him uh, out of Washington State. Very explosive arm. Put up, I think, uh, close to 34, 3,700 uh passing yards this season so very capable guy you got some other guys in there will howard riley leonard i'm not gonna name all the guys dylan gabriel that's another big name though because he put up he was very explosive very good player out of oklahoma i think it was a, it was a surprise to me to see his name in the portal this morning as well so if you're coach day like are you going all out pitting big money on one of these guys or are you going to you know, look in the room. I mean, we got Eric Nolan coming in this year. Uh, we also obviously got Lincoln on the roster, and we also still yeah. have Devin Brown there as well. What's your thoughts? Go spend his money or see what we got in the bowl game? <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I'm I'm someone who reads, kind of tries to read between the lines, and I've heard Ryan Day mention Lincoln and say he has a bright future at Ohio State. Mm. Um, if, you, if you, in an interview, say – this kid has a bright future at Ohio State. That means they really like him. Mm-hmm. So I think Lincoln has a real chance to be the guy for Ohio State at some point. I think he's in a he, he's in a good position to get there. But you have to win now as well. So I think he's going to be active in the portal looking for a quarterback, uh, maybe a few other positions. I like Daquan Finn. Mm-hmm. I saw him 
against Ohio State. <laughs> he looked yeah. good to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he's a guy who is an explosive runner, but at the same time, he does sit in the pocket. He does move in the pocket. He does keep his, keep his eyes downfield. So remind me like a, a Justin Fields type player in that in that sense. Dante Moore played under Chip Kelly. Um, I think they coached under Chip Kelly, so there may be some similarities or some things that he may like from a guy like that. Um, the other guys, I'm not. I mean, I like Oklahoma's quarterback. I don't know. Um, I don't know why he even got in the portal, uh, <laughs> but he may have an idea of where he wants to go. Um, maybe Ohio State is looking at looking at him as well. Outside of them, you know, I know a lot of talk about Washington State's uh, quarterback. I think he's a good quarterback. I know people really love running quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, they like. You, know, the, you yeah. always you see a guy who can run explosively, guys. But I, I think Dave really wants a guy who can uh, be in the pocket and deliver those passes across the field. I think that's where, um, you know, his offense is at his best. So I think that's what he probably will look for. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I would love to see them grab a guy, but I still really want to be competition because, just to be frank, I, I'm a, I'm a, I like the guys that's on the roster. I feel like they need some time to develop. They need some time to play. And, you know, you go get this big name out the portal – like we say, it's gonna probably gonna be some big money attached to it. Yeah. When you come in, you almost have to play them. So you know, we'll we'll see more or less. And obviously, we'll I feel like we'll make the right decision. But the thing is, for sure, it's like you cannot go into this 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 transfer portal and bring a guy in that's not as good as Common Core. And I, like I said, I, I, people are up and down on Common Core. I see enough for him to win games. I feel like he had enough to beat Michigan. Obviously, he didn't get the job done. Um, and obviously he won all his other games other than that. So you got to be kind of careful what you move here because, like I said, this guy has if, – if not, it's going to be like, well, why don't we let the last guy go? Right. Right. Especially if Common Court is somewhere else tearing it up, which he's definitely capable of doing, in my opinion. So um, yeah. good luck to him. And, but obviously better luck, best, best luck to our Buckeyes that we make a, a good decision yeah. there. Yeah, I think – good luck to Kyle, man. I think he had, he had some, good, some good moments. He had some challenging moments. You go back and watch that Michigan game again. There were some passes yeah. that he should have he should have been able to complete, and he had some inconsistencies with his mechanics. It could potentially be something that he gets better at mm-hmm. uh, going into next year. He could be a better player uh, next season. But I, th- I do think you make a good point with getting somebody in the portal, and it almost makes sense to get a veteran, a guy like Daquan Finn, a guy who's been in college three years, is going to play one year and be gone. While you got young guys who are ready to take over and moving forward, because if you get a younger guy, maybe he plays for one year and he's gone to the transfer portal, right? But still, it's kind of like you know you kind of want to develop some of the guys that you brought in. That's why you brought them in. So um, yeah, there may be an opportunity to maybe do something for one year and then kind of move on with the, the guys you got coming in. Yeah. So so we we will see. It will be interesting, and we will. Speak about it once we know something. So, yeah, but, I mean, obviously we've been talking a lot about the playoffs. We're talking about the transfer portal. But Ohio State did make it to a bowl game. We was at we was bowl eligible. We made it to a bowl game, man. So, you know, we're going to uh, – we're playing at the – I think it's in Texas. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, yep. Uh, we're playing Missouri in the Cotton Bowl. Uh, Missouri is an SEC team. Um, uh, we looked at their schedule a little bit before we started here. They only had two losses on the season. Um, it's funny if you kind of like I say the SEC team. You look at this game like they ain't really play anybody. The teams they play, they kind of lost. But I guess their best wins of the seasons they beat Kentucky while they was ranked. 
uh, barely. And then they beat Tennessee while they was ranked. I'm going to say – I'm going to throw it barely on that as well. Uh, but they lost to, to the better competition with uh, Georgia and uh, – who was that? Alabama, maybe? Uh, LSU. LSU. They lost LSU. to LSU, and they lost to Georgia on the season. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's the bowl game. So, it's time to – the best thing about uh, to me about a bowl game is the extra weeks of practice you get with your team. So, there's much time for the young guys to kind of go out there, show what they could do. Um Hopefully, uh, who knows? We, we have to see. We don't know who will be the starting quarterback for Ohio State. We don't know who will sit out. I mean, we can kind of start guessing, right? Mayan Williams stated he's going to the draft. Um, let's assume <laughs> Marvin Harrison Jr. is is going to the draft. And we, I'm sure a couple other guys will make some decisions on that soon. So we'll see who actually plays in the game. And once we know, we'll talk about that as well. But before we end off the show, we got to talk about Marv. Marvin Harrison Jr., is a finalist for the Heisman, which is huge from him. Yeah. What's your thought on Marvin Harrison's career and, and, and him being awarded to be a finalist for such a prestigious I th- award? I think it's – and I didn't grow up in Ohio, so I, I'm not – I don't have the, the greatest Ohio State receiver history. You know, my Ohio State receiver history starts in somewhere in the late 90s, right? But based off of that, I think he's the best receiver um, from, from a completeness standpoint. Um, that Ohio State has had, and it, it, you know, kudos to him. I think it's it's rewarding for him to be a Heisman finalist. I don't think he wins it. I don't really think he has much of a chance. But to be in that position, um, you know, probably win the um, Blitnikoff Award, right? Um, he wasn't able to beat that team of North, right? He wasn't able to win a championship. I don't think not a Big Ten championship no. either, right? So I mean, just to at least be recognized. For the level of talent he is, um, it, it you know it's. I'm glad that he was able to get you know at least get to this 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 level and be rewarded for his his amazing talent and what he did in college. Yeah, that's right. Congratulations to him. Um, obviously, he he did a lot for Ohio State. I mean, he was basically at some points seemed like he was carrying this offense. Um, well deserved. Once again, I don't. He might, you know, it's supposed to go to the best player. Once again, we can make an argument that he is the best player, but yeah. we just know how things go when they kind of get there. I just know he he spoke very highly of the, the chance of being a finalist for the Heisman. It was one of his lists of things that he wanted to get accomplished this year, and he was able to get that done. So really congratulations to Marvin Harrison Jr. and his fantastic career at Ohio State. Before we end, though, my tall blooders, back-to-back state titles, uh, won the Division Four state championship this weekend. First public school from Cleveland to win a state championship, and they did it twice because they like it. It's a new, it's a new, it's a new thing now, man. Win state championships out of Cleveland, man. So big ups to those guys. But that's our show for today. Once again, this is Believe in Buckeyes with Brian Brownie and Chimney Chequa. We end this with an OH. Ayo, go Bucks, and we'll catch you guys next week. Go Bucks. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.